0: Hey there music lovers, welcome to another episode of the On Shuffle Podcast, coming at you now. Welcome back to another episode of the On Shuffle Podcast. My name is Daniel, I'm
1: here with Matthew. Yep. What's up brother, how you doing? Uh, Pretty good, been a, a good weekend, how about yours? Uh, pretty good. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mentioned
0: last week coaching girls elementary school basketball. Uh, big game yesterday, not really lost by twenty. Um, we'll bounce back. We'll, we'll keep. We'll go back to the drawing board. We'll keep fighting. We'll keep clawing. It was funny because my daughter, um, she's, uh, yeah, no, you know, I am as a parent, man. I don't. I'm not one of those. I, I know my kids are just as dang average as everybody else's kids i'm not one of those who are like oh my kids this and my kids that but for my team my daughter uh she's a pretty good athlete for my team even though she's not no uh basketball player at least at this point um i have to have her um you know she's good on my team let's say that she's my point guard yada 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 well she broke her hand last week i think i mentioned that wasn't going to play her but i was like you know what i kind of got to have her and she wanted to play so before you guys call um the cops on me. She wanted to play, begged me to play, so I'll play her. Um, didn't start her. So I, there's a pat on my back. Uh, you know, I worked her in easy because she does have a broke finger. Um, that's what I meant, not broke But um she had three fouls in the first quarter. Or no, the second quarter. <laughs> she came in, she didn't play the first quarter. I brought her in the second quarter and she had three fouls in the second quarter. So my assistant coach was like, dude, you gotta take her out. She's gonna foul out quick before the second half. I was like i do not care <laughs> it's like what's it gonna hurt man I was mm-hmm. like we're we're not saving her for nothing um so anyways lost my 20. uh that was fun but um no man everything else pretty good uh cool weather here uh we had a bonfire last night uh say a bonfire we had a fire excuse me not a bonfire um hung out another good weekend and uh hopefully we have a a good good week man but um yeah that's about it um i just want to say real fast before we get going i want to welcome a bunch of new uh followers we have a bunch of new listeners um you know i've been i keep getting told here lately around around town people uh, are finding our podcast which is crazy because i you know you and me both neither one of us advertise it i think our faithful yeah. followers are people who just so happen to come across us uh it's kind of a secret uh, about us as we do this every sunday um we we don't uh, we don't nobody we don't advertise on social media nothing so uh but i've had a few people come up to me over the last month and uh and just you know saying they're enjoying the podcast uh so i do want to welcome them um and hopefully we'll continue to put on a good show we told you we got some good things coming and we really do um so i'm, I'm excited about that but uh, anyways dude uh getting to brass tacks we've got a great episode for you tonight um before i get too excited and, and tell you the the main topic
1: we had some homework Mm-hmm. what do we have brother yes yeah, so uh um so yes yeah, so it was uh, listening to lana del rey yep so of course uh, her worst stage name is lana del rey her birth name was elizabeth Wool-le- woolridge grant born in june 21st 1985 um of course she's a american singer songwriter i think to, the best way to describe her music um it's definitely cinematic it mm. sounds like it's you know meant for movies It's almost like meant like a james bond song yeah. almost um i'll say it's kind of uh melancholy so kind of not sad but not happy It's right. kind of in the middle ground uh but uh, yeah i think her style is like i said more um like a americana vintage like hollywood type of thing yeah you know like she was very dramatic yeah glitz and glamour but yeah very dramatic um but yeah i said so again she's uh kind of how she got started let me say see where she's from so so she's born in new york city she let me get a an, an idea of so she started releasing music or at least recording music in 2005 um spring of 2005 and then her first album was released let me see here her first album that was in 2010 um so she has one two three four five six seven eight nine and i think an album coming out she's got nine albums and 10 on the uh, 10th on the way yep 10 on the Mm. way um september 20 september 2024 is her next one but um yeah like i said she's someone that uh like i said just for me i you know i got turned turned into turn on turned on to her music through i actually first heard a cover of her one of her songs of video games that i liked it was a cover by um the famous drag queen trixie mattel which is actually really good but uh but i think um it was actually one of those react channels there's one with uh probably a son in his 20s and uh and uh a, a dad uh-huh. and he was never um doing like an album review of one of hers and uh inspired me to listen to some of her stuff um hey not to cut you off you did so the title of the song's video games right
0: yeah yeah okay video yeah. games yep.
1: yeah um but yeah like i said so um i know she's been around like i said been around a while i didn't catch on until i listened until probably the last couple of years um how about you uh
0: so i'll tell you what um this has been an interesting one this week this homework the, the lana del rey matthew i didn't realize she's been around so long she's my age i think she was born a month or two after me i think she's a june baby at 85 i'm an april baby um so uh We'll both be thirty nine this year. First of all, very beautiful lady. I had no idea she was that old. Not I like to think I'm not old, but you know what I'm saying? I, I really thought she was another one of those mid 20 late 20s uh, pop stars. I, or, or, you know, I had no idea that she was as old as she is. Yeah. A um, couple things. Uh, so that uh, I didn't know that she's been in the limelight so long. It seems to me like I've just discovered her. Uh, well, not that I, I, I don't listen to her. Um, this is probably the first time that I've ever uh, now, I will say after listening to her, I've heard a lot of her songs, but uh, this is the first time that I've ever sought her out. I have no idea she's around this long. It seems to me like if you told me she just broke through within a couple of years ago, I'd have believed it. That's like when it kind of went, her name went mainstream to me or like household, I should say. Um, but from what you're saying and like doing a little research, she's been around for uh, almost two decades.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, first album in 2010, so... And if she didn't start, I think she started recording at least, you know, I guess for herself, i said say like in around 2015, uh, 05. You know what's interesting about that? So, uh, and you correct me if I'm wrong, because I can't remember. Uh, she moved
0: to New York City to, now, I think she's from New York. Yeah, but she from. moved to New York City to pursue music, which is kind of odd. I've never heard that. Like, you know, like it's, I moved to Hollywood or, I you know, I moved here. Uh, if because I, I looked at her Wikipedia this week when i was listening to her, she, I think she moved to New york city um i don't that's a random fact um but i just it was kind of odd it's like huh um but i, I guess that would be the equivalent of like you and i pursuing like uh something bigger and saying we moved to raleigh or charlotte because we're from North carolina you know what i'm saying and pe- i think yeah. people from california would be like well th- that makes no sense but you know uh, every i guess uh, New york city is big and of course there's uh, a lot there but anyways thought that was random um i was thinking that having never uh listened to her or not thinking i listened to her i was expecting more like taylor swift or, or uh or like the others um she's yeah. to me nothing like them um just in my opinion um what, what do you what do you think was
1: you could i mean i didn't i can't compare to any of them well i mean I can't say like I said I knew any of her music. I mean, I, I want to say, I mean, I knew more of, you know, I guess Lana Del Rey as far as just a name, um, but as far as like kind of knowing uh, her music, yeah, I had no idea. Like I said I, I said our first uh, introduction to it, like I said, was uh, like I said a, a cover, yeah, so in the cover i guess is maybe a little more straightforward it's more it's still stripped down but it's not as cinematic and big sounding um but I, I guess for me i didn't really know what to expect until i i think the first time i heard of hers was um young and beautiful and like i said it's like i said it, I, I, I like that james bond song. yeah me too I, I, like, I love the series but movie series but of course the the bond songs I always have they all kind of have this very this this big feel almost. Mm. It sounds big. It's you know dramatic, and uh, like I said, this song pretty much fit right into that mold. And yeah, um, so I guess for me, like I said, I guess it was surprising, uh, which I mean is not really surprising. You know, it's I don't know one of those things that, um, you, uh, the fan base that's built around some of these people. Oh yeah, like of course when like Taylor Swift and Beyonce, they're kind of famous for having these big, you know, crazy, uh, crazy fan bases. <laughs> uh, I said more, well, rabid, let me say, yeah, right. Um, she has one too. Like I said, she's yeah. she, you know, there's been plenty of Instagrams, uh, reels just strolling, scrolling through. And there's a, like a Lana Del Rey fan page uh, for like, a live show she was doing or something. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it's, uh, you know, the popular thing to do nowadays is, uh, call these people mothers mm-hmm. so a lot of people call her mother uh so yeah. again <laughs> she's a huge i said a huge fan base and yeah looking out like i said that the monthly listens is 57 million mm. which i said for her style of music you I made it is, mama is odd you know what i mean yeah you're right like i, I can I, see that i, I like the I like the music it is, you know it is you know very good you know but it's not teenage girl pop you know yeah what I'm saying? I, I i don't have i I don't know if there's a way to look at like Spotify's ranked of like, you know, hit of most popular artist. But, um, but yeah, I wouldn't have guessed her style. This, like I said, this big cinematic, slow, you know, song type songs are so I listen to all the time. You know, I, I would never guess.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Well, uh, Uh, One thing I was kind of shocked, she's got range. And, like, I think if I I look this up, she's, like, a three-range octave, like, uh, which I know me and Matthew always, that's something that answers us. And if you don't know what that is, like, like, just the range they have uh, as far as like high and low, like the notes they can hit, whatever. Um, And I know those aren't beautiful terms, but, you know, we're fans. We're not, uh, we're not actually voice coaches or anything, but, um, but, you know, like a Freddie Mercury, I think had five, right. Uh, And, you know, Mariah Carey and some of those, Um, but, uh, but she's a three, Uh, very good range. And I noticed that. And, And from, she's got like a, for, for a female artist, she's got a lot of it was low, like she has a very low tone to her, yeah. um, you know, but the the thing that interests me the most about her, when, you know, going into her was some of her influences, because again, I just and, and it makes sense now that you told me her age, because I just assumed that she was younger um, and that she was going to say, you know, the Taylor Swift's and, and you know, all the the pop stars of the 2000s, uh, the 21st century. Um, check this out, man. Here Here's some of her that she's cited. Um she of course it goes from pop to jazz to blues um to you know mid twentieth century. But she she's got Frank Sinatra, Amy Winehouse, uh Nina Simone, Billy Holiday, Bobby Vinton, uh the Crystals, Miles Davis, uh Joe Whitley, uh, excuse me, Joe Wiley, uh Nirvana, Bob Dylan, Elvis Presley, Bruce Springsteen, uh the Eagles. Um yeah. and it goes on and on and on. But um and I think she even has, which I thought this is interesting. There's something I read about her. Um, She's uh, very inspired by poetry, which I know a lot of Mar. but she cites like uh, Walt Whitman and uh, Allen Ginsberg as instrumental to her songwriting. Um, And, but, uh, but anyways, uh, I was impressed. Oh, and here's another fact that, that I was uh, I was interested to know about her because I think she's very talented. I, and I'll, I'll go ahead and say that my biggest takeaway this week was I didn't realize how talented she was, but I knew how big she was, so it made sense. But uh, apparently she struggled with a little bit of uh, f- a stage fright um you know she confidence uh, wasn't there and i don't know if she still struggles with it i would have a hard time believing uh it's that bad at this point because she's one of the top artists in the world uh but
1: crazy to think you know what i'm saying um yeah i said um uh, you know like so just kind of i guess uh, with, with some of her music uh to kind of shows that to show the um i guess her the, her rabid fan base uh so um on taylor swift's last album midnights she did a song with uh, lana del rey well i think the response was so like and i guess of course with any other collaboration taylor had more parts on it a lot more vocal parts she sang on it more Yes, yeah. obviously it's her song but uh i guess i don't know lana's lana's fan base was like kind of pretty much they taylor, taylor re <clears throat> see me Taylor recut another song another version of it mm-hmm. with more lana st- singing on it mm-hmm. and uh i think it's called out lana's version or something okay like but anyway um just kind of shows the fan base there yeah but um but for me just kind of her music like i said uh um like mm-hmm. summertime sadness which you know which huge was, uh, yeah her most popular uh Young and Beautiful, which is obviously another good one for me. Uh, Video games, and um, lastly, just to kind of give a top five here uh, Happiness is a Butterfly. I like that song a lot too. Um, Yeah, I said, after listening to her music, you can definitely tell her influences are not um, modern by any sense of the word.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Um, I, I I definitely would. So let me ask you this: "Summertime Sadness" was like the biggest one for me. Uh, I really like that song. Um, there's a, a group that I like. Uh, gosh, knows, and I had to Tuck. Is it Tuck Smith? Um, uh, I think so. Yeah, Tuck Smith does a cover of that, uh, which is a really really good. I believe it was Tuck Smith. This is just like a underground indie rock type of um, glam rock type of singer. Um, is that her song? She, is that not a cover? Is she? Is that her song?
1: Oh yeah. Uh, wait, Let me check the song.
0: Yeah, I, I'm right. dying to know. Like, yeah, I I I'm assuming it's hers. And you're probably right, but it. Yes,
1: it, yeah, it's hers.
0: It's one of those songs, I guess. When when I found out it was her, my first thought is like that song has to be older than what it is. I, you know what I mean? It just yeah. seems like it. It's it's like one of them songs you hear. And you're like, no, I've heard that in another lifetime or something. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, you know what? I enjoyed listening to her. Um, you know, it was kind of cool because like my daughter's a fan. And um, and, you know, to hear something your kid likes and kind of try to appreciate it. That's always fun. Um, Matthew, my biggest takeaway from this. Um, And uh, when we become famous for this podcast, this is going to be something people go back to what I'm about to say, Uh, the Taylor Swift thing, because that was a song that I heard with her collaborating with Taylor Swift. Yeah, I got me and this is off of Lana Del Rey for a second. And then I'll go back to her. My final thought on her. Uh, Taylor Swift sounds like uh like the white girls that go to your church that can sing uh singing karaoke like 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 I don't know she sings. she just sounds like a like a regular person singing karaoke to like really big catchy songs <laughs> and mm-hmm. I, I'm just gonna I'm putting that out there uh you Taylor Swift fans I have a couple in my house so before you come and fight me I, I do I do live with Swifties. I, I I have a wife and a daughter, um, but to me, Taylor Swift sounds like every basic white girl singing karaoke. So there you have it. Um, don't fight me. I'm sorry. It's just my opinion. We all have them. Uh, back to Lana Del Rey. Uh, it, uh, to me, I'd love to know. I'd love to interview her. So if Lana, if you want to come on the podcast and talk, I'd love to have you. I'd love to know where you got your uh, your stage name from. To me, it's very interesting that you it just is. Um, what did you say her real name was? Elizabeth Grant. Okay, so it's just a completely different thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like a play off of, or maybe I'm wrong. I'm not thinking it through, but it sounds like it's not a play off of her real name. Um, so I'd love to know where you got that from. Uh, and then lastly, again, um, I enjoyed listening to something my daughter listens to. Uh, definitely understand why she's famous. And, uh, you know, that's, and it was completely different what I was expecting to hear. And she's very talented. And I'll leave it at that.
1: Yeah, I said, you know, I said I, you know, I enjoyed her I said just re-listening to her and uh, like obviously check got the new album when it comes out. So, yeah, I'm definitely a fan.
0: All right, Matthew, good deal. Uh, so we're holding court tonight. Not really, but uh, we're going to try something new. We've never tried in our three years of this uh, show. Um now this is going to be a rough draft of it, so I'm going to go ahead and warn you. But uh, you know we're going to c- try to find the good in this, and then um, hopefully build off of this. But uh, we're holding a little music court tonight. So me and Matthew tasked ourselves this week with picking a random year and and arguing why it's uh, the better the year of music. Um, now. I didn't do the assignment well enough. That's why this is kind of a rough draft tonight. I was supposed to give Matthew uh, my year so he can uh, make points against it and why his is better. Now, I didn't do that. So basically, we're just going to be talking about the years that we picked and uh, and hopefully we can have a little fun with it and uh, and maybe bounce back and forth. Matthew. Um, I'm going to give you my year and then I want you to give me your year. Um, and I guess the way I want to give you my year is I'm going to give you some fun facts about my year. And then hopefully uh, you can tell me what year. Did I already tell you what year I did? Yes, you did. Okay, never mind. Well, I'm going to do this for the audience then. I'm going to give you guys some fun facts about my year. And then hopefully, um, you know, you guys can uh, can tell me when it was. So my year was... Uh, President Bush, uh, first Bush, was in the White House. Um, My year, I'm going to give you a good reason why my year is awesome. My year, not that, my year was awesome because it is the first year that um, we were uh, the, how should I say this? It's the first year that um, I think the public was, uh, World Wide Web launched uh, to the public. So Microsoft.com went online. So we got, we've got, we uh, got, you know, Internet. Now, I'll, let me say that uh, I don't think many of us had Internet during this year, but I, it was launched to the public. Um, let me give you another year. Another thing about my year, um, Dr. Seuss passed away. That should give it away. No, probably not. Um, and the uh, worst part about my year is Freddie Mercury passed away. Matthew, what did I have? 1991. Um, what did you have, my friend?
1: So, yeah. So, uh, um, so it was 1984. Okay.
0: Perfect. year. Yeah. So, uh, um, you had a good, so you had the best, let me start off by saying, and I'm cutting you off, but let me start off by saying you had a great year. Uh, when I was trying to, I could not think of a year. And, uh, I, I kept staring at your year being like, dang it. Why do you have to give me his year first? He got the best year. So anyways.
1: Uh, yeah. So, um, I said, so looking, looking, I guess, trying to think of, a year, a year to choose um, off the year that uh, you know music I like, and I did look at some early two thousands, but you know, not really a big fan of that music of the time. So, um, so I said, on that in nineteen eighty four, because this is probably, I mean, uh, I'll say the main, more popular mainstream stuff of uh, music of the era. These songs are still very very immensely popular now okay. uh, I'll, I'll probably we'll probably get into some of the songs and it's a good opening albums so and far. stuff uh but um like I said uh these songs have stood the test of time mm-hmm. these songs of i would say out this year right since we're doing obviously the assignment but uh but yeah so these songs like all these songs are songs that people have known, that know uh and of course there's some deep cuts in there for people someone like me who you know loves the 80s and you know and kind of listens to almost you know a lot of stuff of the time but, right uh, but yes yeah, so i chose 84 because like i said there's so much good stuff going on this year i mean it's one of those years it's like you just kind of hard to believe all this music was going on at the same time mm-hmm. like if you look at I mean, I'll, I'll read off some of the charts here a little bit in a little bit and uh just going nice. through like the charts and like the hit songs yeah it, 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 it's not like i don't know like today where a song can be in the top charts and you've never heard it before, right? These songs you've heard of, right? Like over, like over and over again. So I can only imagine of the time what it was like. But uh, yeah, so chose '84. Um, nice,
0: that's a good year. And 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 I I just want, again that's a good year. I love your opening statement. Um, I want to I want to give you a quick statement for me because I didn't give you a proper one. Um, I'm going to say '91. Uh, biggest reason I went with 91, and then I want to get back to you and, and you start telling me some of your stuff. Biggest reason I chose 91, uh, even though it wasn't a personal favorite, or maybe it is, I don't know, um, was I feel like uh, when you talk about a melting pot of genres, um, 91 might have been one of those transitional years where there's, it could not have got more uh, like wide and, and what was mm-hmm. like, uh, I guess. Uh, internationally known or, or or what's the best way of saying it? there's like nowadays it seems like you only have country and pop like that's yeah. it country and pop like rap's not even that big anymore um but you have like one rap artist who a lot of people we've considered uh pop but anyways uh, but in 91 uh it was all across the place. Uh, Matthew, before I go back to you, my opening statement, uh, most awards that year, most nominations, seven, most awards, five MC hammer. There you go. Go back to nine, go back to 84.
1: Yeah. So, um, to kind of set the ground as far as some popular events of the time that happened. Um, January, uh, 20, 20, January, 27th of the year, uh, Michael Jackson burned his scalp in a, or Pepsi <laughs> yep. commercial so that that occurred um, Jerry Lee Lewis uh, surrendered to federal authorities for uh, tax evasion mm. Um you win so uh, <laughs> sting played his last show with the police until the late 2000s really yep huh. uh, Marvin Gaye was murdered by his dad um, Lionel rich well kind of go towards the hit song Lionel yeah. Richie's hello was the first ever U.K. million-selling single, I guess, in the U.K. But um, other popular years, um, uh, years of events, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers reached their debut. Um, of course, it's not all that good, but, you know, this today, 90s stuff, yeah. in my opinion. But Van uh, Halen played their last show with Dave Lee Roth until the late 2000s when they reformed. Uh, Janet Jackson got married. To uh, singer James DeBarge, can't say I heard of it. Then all the year after, Um, the uh, first MTV Music Award occurred in New York City. Right. Um, Herbie Hancock won the most awards with five. Really, which is yeah, very interesting.
0: Very interesting. Uh, Well, that goes back to what we were talking about um, last month, where like we we, when we did our last year uh, episode uh, Mm -hmm. where. Um, some of the songs are like lifetime classics that didn't win, like weren't even top 15 songs that year, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, it's also popular because Madonna gave a, like a virgin played that song live and, uh, very provocatively on stage, did some things. So uh, that was, uh, of notice, um, the um michael jackson released not released he received a a star on the hollywood walk of fame um not getting to the singles yet but um small popular events um okay so the the i guess called the jacksons now um played their last show with michael jackson he said he was permanently leaving the Jacksons and of course mm-hmm. going solo. So this occurred in December of that year, and uh, Def Leppard drummer lost an arm. Yep, yep. And So all that again occurred. Would
0: would you say 84. that that's one of the best things to happen? And obviously, I, I'm I'm being uh, facetious here. Well, but like the popularity wise, like when he, that's like when you say Def Leppard to not to you. Because like you and I like Def Leppard and we know Def Leppard, but like to a common fan who's maybe not a diehard, uh, like doesn't doesn't even know Def Leppard very well. But you they hear Def Leppard. What do you what do they think of? They they think of one arm drummer, right? Yeah. Um. So and and to me, that's like I guarantee you that's drawn eyes mm-hmm. to them. Like I've got to hear what a one arm drummer sounds like.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, because I'm because they did release arguably. Well, I don't know if it's their biggest, but um most well i don't know it's one of their biggest is they it released pyromania the year before mm-hmm. so obviously his arm. you know both arms then uh but i said say he did they did release hysteria after that and of course by that time they had um you know created a new drum set for him made it made it easier and um i do have to say obviously i can't say it's they were you know they probably would have been just as good with him being, you know, fine with two arms, but uh, it definitely did shape their sound, uh, so that's you can't really argue with that, right? Um, so again, it all works out, like I said, they they kept on trucking and off to their legendary now, um, yeah, yeah. D- no doubt. Hey, so okay, um, you know, you're I'm gonna
0: say this before we get too far in this, it's gonna be very hard for me, um. I knew going into uh, the last couple hours uh, going in this podcast that I there wasn't going to be a way for me to top 1984, but I'm going to try tonight with 1991. Uh, Matthew, I'm going to turn it back to you in a second. Uh, I'm going to try to choose my words uh, very, very easy here tonight because like I'm trying to win 1991 tonight. Um, but uh, I want to say first thing about 1991 is um Freddie Mercury, of course, passed away. That's not a good argument for me. We both know that. Um, But uh, Bohemian Rhapsody released. uh, It releases a double A side with these are the days of our lives. Uh, Mm -hmm. And it went to number one for the second time in the UK, which is one of the few times in the history uh, that a single had gone to number one in the same version more than once. Uh, Another one being Chubby Checkers, The Twist, uh, which I think it was number one in 1960 and 1962. but uh but yeah so i want to throw that at you uh one thing about 1991 for you queen lovers out there uh bohemian rhapsody went to number one again uh and it didn't even have to change the version so how about that brother
1: all right so you talk about some popular uh events so kind of go into albums and then we'll get into the songs because the songs i think are The most exciting at least for me that's what kind of sold me on the year Mm -hmm. but some popular albums and these are popular to me i'm probably going to avoid or not not avoid just forget to mention others that are popular for other people but you know um but uh van halen 1984 their last album with uh david lee um before van hagar um was this year uh bon jovi's debut was this year um now I really enjoy white snakes slide it in um, was released this year. Very good. Um, you know, again, being a white snake fan, um, it's kind of looking. Um, yeah. I definitely don't have these pre-written down but, uh, <laughs> um, the Smiths a group that I like generally uh, uh, their debut. This was this year.
0: That's is, this is where me and Matthew disagree. Yeah. I'm going to use that for my argument tonight. The Smiths debuted that year. No, I kid. They're obviously huge.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Queens. The works came out. Their album came out Um, an album we both enjoy. Right. Right. Um, Spinal Tap. The movie came out this year, but also the soundtrack along with it, Mm -hmm. um, which is, you know, pretty good for a joke. Yeah. Kind of a thing here. Uh, Run DMC's debut was this year as well. Um, They formed a year before um i didn't realize that yep yeah, uh great white was also they released their uh first full-length debut this year as well um and that was just january to march um kind of going through um of course i'm not mentioning a lot of these but uh you know because there's some that i just don't really know yeah a whole lot of but uh stevie ray vaughn couldn't stand the weather um came out this year uh any fat boys fans out there their their debut came out this year as well uh of course an old rap group for those Mm -hmm. who don't know um it's just kind of looking uh well this is huge one even though we both don't like him uh born in the usa bruce springsteen Mm -hmm. his album came out this year as well um can't definitely uh, deny the popularity of that one um maybe the biggest on the list um purple rain yep prince came out this year as well um last in line Dio. um you know, being a Dio fan myself, of course um being a fan of this band striper the yellow and black attack this year um we're getting into the good now uh ride the lightning metallica was this nice. year nice um early pantera called a uh, projects in yep. the jungle which is before uh phil and selmo um more hair metal pantera but it's yep. still interesting um, um keep on going i said i'm getting near the end of the year i should have these written down but oh well uh, yeah um uh, power slave by Iron maiden mm-hmm. um and there, um billy ocean was this year as well suddenly it's a big song
0: yeah
1: docking tooth and nail uh depeche mode had a, some great some great reward out this year as well um i think i will save the rest for that's a pretty good that's a pretty song, good argument uh, right the there. song list because uh, the songs are Well, that's when they really came in heavy.
0: I'll start with it. I'm going to start for my next argument. I'm going to start with a a fact and then I'll get into some of my um, artists as well. Uh, First year Lollapalooza. Now I wanted to argue the lineup because there's been some very good. And if you don't know Lollapalooza, it's a, uh, it was a music festival that kind of went around. I think it was started by the, uh, what's his name from Jane's addiction. Anyways. um, They, they used to come to, um, Raleigh, uh, in North Carolina. But anyways, goes all over the first, and I'll give you the main stage um, for that first year, just because that's only fair. They had Jane's Addiction, of course. Um, was it Susie and the Banshees, Living Color, Nine Inch Nails, Ice Tee, Butthole Surfers, or you know, as they called sometimes BH Surfers, because that's a different thing. And Rollins Band, um, Matthew. Um, I'll say, uh, 91, I mentioned at the start of the show, uh, or the start of the topic, they, uh, it's kind of like a melting pot of all kinds of genres. Uh, it's kind of the break. It's no secret. The biggest thing it's known for is the breakthrough, a uh, year of grunge. Um, that's when it became popular. Mm. But the reason I picked 91 and I'm a grunge fan, uh, in a sense, cause I do like, uh, I do like some grunge and obviously I'm a stone temple pilots guy. And, and, um, and a sound garden guy, but, um, the good thing, but I'm not all into the grunge, but anyways, the good thing about it is it was a breakthrough, which we needed to get to where we got with music, uh, where we are with music, but also heavy metal was still dominant. Like that was still the dominant form of rock music. Um, Nirvana's nevermind, uh, came through that year with, uh, and smells like teen spirit, which was a big surprise hit, uh, for 91, um, being that, you know, still metal. Um, it now, yeah, Nevermind was still not the most popular U.S. album that year. The most popular was the Black Album by Metallica. Um, but it did uh, pave the way for uh, bands like Pearl Jam, Soundgarden, Alice in Chains, Stone to Pilots, and uh, the next year in 92, that's when it you know kind of went up. Now, I think that, uh, and I should probably have these facts in front of me if I'm going to say this, but I'm almost certain that Pearl Jam's 10 album came out in 91, which is one of the greatest albums of all time to me. Um, and i'm not a huge pearl jam fan but that album is just you know chef's kiss um but uh anyways now the bad part about 91 i shouldn't say this while i'm arguing for it but it eventually ended glam metal um with with uh, the grunge but reason i'm arguing for 91 is because we're not looking in the future we're looking in the now 1991 and you had grunge you had uh, you had glam still going. Um, you had bands like Motley Crue, Poison, Warrant, Cinderella, Rat, uh, Guns N' Roses uh, released um, uh, "Use Your Illusion," "Use Your Illusion two that year, which both sold 15 million copies total. Um, I wanted to use Def Leppard, they're still going to that point because they put out uh, adrenaline in 92. So in theory, you had them still going strong in this time. So you had from Def Leppard to Nirvana to Metallica, you had um, all of them going really strong at this point. Um, I want to say I, I cannot remember I have to look well I'm not going to say I want to say that blood sex sugar magic came out that year by uh, gun excuse me uh, red hot chili peppers but I, I am not 100% sure on that again should have had that those facts uh, again the saddest part about it was the fact that Freddie Mercury November 24th uh, passed away of AIDS. Um, complications. Um you know the interesting thing about that and uh to me Matthew is that the way the world's changed with social media and everything we kind of know everything. Um mm. it was kind of speculated, people thought that that he was sick uh and they thought that it was AIDS, but um he I, was it a, a day before he passed away, I think he had a press conference where he talked about it. Um and then of course he passed. I wanted to throw in there the dang Freddie Mercury tribute. That was 92 of course. Um but anyways, uh, I'll get into more in a minute. Matthew, what you got for me, bro? Oh, and real fast, before I turn it back over to you, I do want to say, um, you know, one another cool thing about 91 is that is the year that the uh, Nielsen sans, uh, sound scan was, um, I guess, started being used to tracks. And if you don't know what that is, that's how they track uh, sales for uh, for music. Um, anyways, Matthew, what you got, man? 1984.
1: Yeah, I forgot to mention, and this is a shame, I guess I didn't get to the bottom of the list before I started talking, ended it, uh, Make It Big, Wham, uh, their big second album came out this year as well, Madonna Like a Virgin. Mm -hmm. Um, So, uh, yeah, so before I guess I get into the, uh, I guess leading up to uh, some hit songs of the era, because I said the list is uh, very long. Again, I'm not, I think I mentioned before, I don't know who uh, does these things, like who makes this Wikipedia page, but uh, hats off to you, sir, cause, <laughs> or madam, because this is very extensive. Yeah. But um, I do want to set the ground for some notable Christmas songs, because these are very popular. Um, uh, do They Know It's Christmas? Band-Aid. Mm. Um, Last Christmas, Wham. And Thank God It's Christmas, Queen. Hmm. so three oh there's another one i can't say i know it off the top of my head but it's another rock and roll christmas gary glitter mm-hmm. um now uh canceled um look into that if you want to yeah. but uh but uh i rest my case your honor <laughs> but yeah three out of the four of those obviously this learn every christmas playlist mm-hmm. out there um great songs um so um so again, as the, so these are just notable singles released this year. Um, I can't say I have, well, I have some chart information, not a lot, but, uh, for instance, um, so this is in the UK. Um, two Iron Maiden songs for each top 20, which I was very surprised because I just don't think I would not imagine they were, they charted at all two minutes to midnight and aces high charted, um, 11 and 20 respectively, um, against all odds, or I think better known as take a look at me now. by mm. Phil Collins was released that year. Mm. It was number one in America and number two in the UK. Um, um, so these are, those are, yeah, singles. yeah. Um, out of touch by Hollow Notes. Um was at number one and forty eight in the UK. Um b- but all right, so these are the songs I guess I didn't chart or they didn't chart as high or not of note. Who knows? But uh I'm just gonna hopefully read off a list here, but it may get it, you know, it might have stop me. Okay. Uh Big City Nights by the Scorpions, which is a very I like this song a lot. Uh, Born in the USA, as I mentioned, Bruce Springsteen, mm-hmm. um, Careless Whisper, because that was off their second album, Wham. Um, a song that I it came on on YouTube or something recently, and I listened to it because it was forgot, forget, forget how good the song was. Mm-hmm. Caribbean Queen, Queen, Billy Ocean, uh, I said off his album, this great, amazing song, um, uh, Crazy by Kenny Rogers, it was this year the song cruel summer from a uh, banana rama came out this year um uh kind of going through find some more popular ones maybe for those that are uh listening uh easy lover philip mm-hmm. bailey and phil collins um eyes without a face billy idol paid to black metallica uh, footloose kenny loggins on, from the movie. oh my guys. Don't know what's going on there. It's copyright. Oh, all right. Um, <laughs> uh, from the bell tolls, Metallica. Yep. Freedom, of course, William. Um, this is again. This is a huge one. I'm about to get. Uh, Girls just want to have fun. Mm. Cindy Lauper. Uh, Ghostbusters. Ray, hard one Parker, to J- Ray Parker Jr. Uh, God bless the USA. Lee Greenwood. Uh, of course, Hammer to Fall. Queen. Right. One of our favorites, Heaven's on Fire. Kiss. Mm. Uh, Hello, Lionel Richie. Um. The Brian Adams song Heaven. Uh Hold Me Now by the Thompson Twins, which is a very good 80s song. Um, I just called to say I love you, Stevie Wonder. I wanna I I wanna rock, Twisted Sister, mm-hmm. I wanna break free, Queen. Uh I want to know what love is, Foreigner. Um a very underrated Van Halen song, I'll wait, come out this year as well. Um underrated Queen song, It's a Hard Life was also a single this year. Um the song that's very po- had a very popular cover, It's My Life, by the band Talk Talk was this year as well. Nice. Uh Jump Van Halen. Uh I think think I'm getting uh think I'm getting to the end, end of my list, but uh before I cut myself off, a song I enjoy Mr. Telephone Man by new edition came nice. out this year. Nice. Um uh oh, sherry by Steve Ferry. Um, One Love, Bob Marley and the Wailers, came out this year as well. As I mentioned, Out of Touch, Panama, Van Halen. Um, I mentioned Hello um, by Lana Ritchie. People Are People by the band Depeche Mode. Nice. Um, Relax by the band Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Very good. Uh, popular song, uh, Radio Gaga, Queen. Um, Rebel Yell, Billy Idol. um, Round and Round by Rat, Runaway, Bon Jovi, Run to You, Brian Adams, um, uh, Shout by Tears for Fears, nice. a recent favorite of ours, Sister Christian, Night Ranger, um, uh, Somebody's Watching Me by One Hit Wonder, Rockwell, um, and Summer of 69 by Brian Adams, Take on Me, Aha came out um in 1984. Um thriller. Well, no, it can't be thriller, is it?
0: Oh uh, yeah, that would be right.
1: Well, I think as a single came out in 84. It was off of the album from the year before. But, yeah. But um time after time, um I think it was it became a single in uh 83 or oh, well, 84 thing off the previous album. Mm-hmm. Um, Too Young to Fall in Love. Um and da, da, da. what's oh, I almost forgot this. Looked over this one. What's love got to do with it? Tina Turner. Okay. When doves cry, Prince. Um. And that's it. Nice. That's at least all the no that I want to mention because uh right um those are good that, that that is a you know what
0: i'm gonna i'm arguing tonight for 91 and the range but uh 84 i didn't you know there's a lot of range there too man yeah i mean because it had because like, rap started breaking through too
1: yeah like i said the uh, because run dmc their debut this yeah. year and um and like i said that metallica and ride the lightning right and it had of course the very pop stuff madonna cindy Lauper. mm-hmm uh, like I said, tears for fears, band of ours, uh, we're f- fans of, so a lot of, a lot of stuff in there. And like I said, that's just off the ones that I, uh, that I mentioned because, uh, you know, fans of it, but, uh, right. but yeah, so again uh a lot of very good a lot of songs this year
0: um i'm gonna th- i'm gonna throw a few at you so 91 uh was the year well it, it was the year of B- uh, michael bolton let's be honest like uh i feel like that was when i think of 91 i think of michael bolton and what was the big song he had um when a man loves a woman, he, they, he, he covered he really it, but, cover, yeah. but um, that was a big deal then. Uh, it was also the year of MC Hammer, uh, Can't Touch This came out. And of course, that was massive. I, it So wouldn't you say to me, I would say uh, and I know it's not a crossover per se, but as far as uh, international success from a, a genre of music that's not as international usually, uh, MC Hammer can't touch this was a lot like for you youngsters out there was a lot like maybe a little Nas X would With uh, uh, Old Town Road how like it's not the type of music. That's usually the top song in the world um, Whereas MC Hammer that's kind of the way it was in 91 um, Now I'll say this with all that said the uh, male artist of the year uh, for pop rock in 91 um over MC Hammer, over Michael Bolton was Phil Collins. Um, Phil Collins had a big year, and I, I should have it in front of me, but I don't on uh, on what it was that year. Uh, top female artist was Janet Jackson, who actually, uh, I think it was with Sony, she signed a $30 million contract that year, um, which was the highest – any female artist of all time at that at that point, um, the and I'm going off of the the stats I'm reading right now. Let me start off by saying or, or go back as uh, American Music Awards from '91. Um, Aerosmith uh, one Favorite Rock uh, Pop Duo Group, um, and the other nominees was Belle Bev DeVoe and New Kids on the Block. Um, you had a uh, favorite pop rock single was Blaze of Glory by John Bon Jovi. Uh, other nominees was Vogue by Madonna and Hold On by Wilson Phillips. Uh, favorite pop rock album was But Seriously by Phil Collins with uh, MC Hammer's uh, Please Hammer, Don't Touch, Don't Hurt them. and Janet Jackson's Rhythm Nation. Um, Vanilla Ice was the favorite uh, pop rock new artist uh beating out mariah carey and wilson phillips i think mariah carey probably had the upper hand uh if we're looking back um she's outlasted vanilla ice and wilson phillips as far as uh well she had more success let me say that uh favorite soul r&b artists um male artist was mc hammer uh female was uh janet jackson um let's see let me get on to some more good stuff here we Oh, uh, favorite male country artist was George Strait, uh, which was crazy because um, and not I like George Strait. George Strait's one of the greats of all time. But uh, it's worth noting that Garth Brooks put out, uh, started his massive run in 1991. I think it was with Tomorrow Never Comes. Um, but uh, so and then by the mid 90s, it, it was all Garth Brooks. Like he was as big. He was like, uh, I don't want to. It was kind of like Taylor Swift is now. I guess you had to be there. Like Garth Brooks was doing massive numbers uh, at that point. Uh, Best female artist uh, that year was uh, Reba McIntyre. Um, You had uh, Kentucky Headhunters had the best country. They were the favorite new country artists. I remember their song, Matthew. Um, uh, They had, was it uh, Kentucky Headhunters? I think they either did... um, No, they they did. uh, Let's all go to to Dumas Walkers. That's what it was. Anyways, uh, some of you out there and you know what I'm talking about. Let's all go down to Dumas Walkers. Um, Here's where it gets good. Here's where the range comes. You had best um, artists of uh, heavy metal, hard rock, Aerosmith, um, which to me, um, you know, they they won best artists that year. But. um, they didn't win best rock album, which that's why I think it's kind of crazy. Best rock album that year was Motley Crue, Dr. Feelgood, um, which to me, that album was a lot better than the pump album by Aerosmith and should have been, uh, the, the best band of that year. Uh, favorite new artists that year. You'll like this one, Matthew Slaughter. Uh, they -hmm. were the best, uh, new artists of rock, heavy metal in 91, uh, other nominees was Bruce Dickinson and Don Dockin. Um, yeah. So, uh, so that was pretty cool. Um, and then they had an award of merit that year, which was uh, Merle Haggard. Um, and uh, I want to say, which I'll get out. You know what? Let me turn it back over. Y'all get to some more here in a second. But go ahead. What you got for me? Go back to 84.
1: Uh, so. Uh, so I some some more uh, interesting facts that I just discovered about looking at the. Uh, um, the Wikipedia here. Um, the uh, I guess kind of to touch on Thriller for a moment um to kind of show the scale of thriller Mm -hmm. um of course thriller came out in 1983 it spent 22 weeks and number one um 1983 and then it stayed an additional 15 weeks in 1984 and that was the best-selling album of 1984. wow like so from i don't know january to i don't know it's 15 weeks march april um so pretty much for i don't know Uh, quarter of the year uh he had well you know he was at number one and he sold the most albums for uh for album that came out a year before Mm -hmm. just insane it's the only album that is crazy the only album to be the bestseller in two years until uh adele did it in 2011 and 2012. wow Um, that's crazy and uh Uh, So, yeah, so again, that's, uh, that's nuts, dude. Yeah, I said, you know, obviously shows the, obviously the power of, uh, you know, of course, Michael Jackson.
0: Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, Michael, uh, I think, uh, and, and again, I, I hate to keep using for the young because I know some young ones out there. I've got a nephew who listens and, uh, Hey, man, hope you're listening right now, Braylon. Um, but uh, I don't think they'll ever understand how big um, Michael Jackson was uh, at this time. Like uh, for, for 30, uh, 25 years, probably. I'd say, well, no, probably longer than that. But anyways, for decades, uh, just especially the 80s and 90s, like massive. Um, Matthew, I want to say this real fast. As far as 91, um, there, here's debut albums, uh, bands that debuted albums this year. Pearl Jam. Temple of the Dog, Blur, which Blur might not sound big to a lot of you, uh, you know him from the song "Woohoo," uh, which is a big hit, like a uh, stadium song and uh, or if, soundtrack. Uh,
1: or if you know the Gorillaz, the same guy does both.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and the thing about them is uh, again they're they're not like a household name in America, but they are one of the biggest uh, UK acts. Um, and like uh, they kind of went back and forth well like i guess a little bit of a friendly rivalry with radiohead is like one of the biggest rock bands since the beatles uh over there so pearl jam temple of the dog blur smashing pumpkins uh hole courtney love uh massive attack uh, spin doctors and mr bungle uh i threw those I, I rushed those last ones for good cause uh lps that year memorable lps from u2 rem guns and roses rush Ozzy Osbourne, Van Halen, Yes, and Queen. Uh, and that's not to mention the breakthrough albums from Nirvana, Metallica, which we talked about earlier. Uh, Soundgarden had Bad Moto uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers had Blood, Sex, Sugar Magic. I think I mentioned that. And one of my old personal favorites, Matthew, I hope you appreciate Promise. Nice. Yeah. Do you, nice. Were you ever, uh, you ever listen to much of Promise? Uh,
1: no, but I, you know, the very respected band. Yeah. Then. Um- the the bass the lead singer bass player Les Claypool he, yeah he tried out for Metallica after J- Jason Newstead. left mm-hmm. so I, so knowing that and knowing uh race car driver or something what it, what's his yeah
0: Jerry of race driver yeah was weird, just, like, yeah I, <laughs> and I, they did the song for uh for Sound, uh, South Park they do the yeah intro that's song.
1: right yeah that's right
0: but no I not can't say I'm a fan but I definitely know know of them though. Tony Hawk pro skater there you go that's what it, you know that's where they i think they're they probably had the most success because that song you're talking about jerry was a race car driver was on uh, uh tony Park yeah. yes. but uh but yeah man a lot of good ones that year and again and not with in the fact that you had that you still had glam uh you had Country uh, was at a peak with uh, with Reba and Garth Brooks and and George Strait and and again Garth Brooks starting the height where he would go on to be the biggest musician, uh, biggest act in the world for uh, for you know a stretch after that. Um, so a uh, lot of lot of big stuff there, man. A lot of big stuff. Matthew, you got some closing art. Anything you want to throw in there for '84, man?
1: Uh, so to wrap it up. Um, like I said, just kind, you know, uh, you know, with, you know, with 91 being like being a huge monumental year in music, uh, I would say often the most notable, uh, is obviously the grunge stuff, at least for me. Yeah. Um, and you know, just knowing, uh, you know, that changed music, you know, that changed often kind of almost out with the eighties stuff. Yeah. Then in with like this, Here's a new more style. stripped down more, Real raw sounding stuff, mm-hmm. um, but uh, at least for me, um, especially the songs of the year, like you know, let's list it off way too many, uh, for podcast sake, uh, but uh, you know, again, the these songs in 1984, you know, they're still played today, uh, you know, these songs are legendary though like i said it's very varied musical year yeah very pop stuff very heavy metal stuff right um like i said uh you know some early rap stuff um mm-hmm. you know so again it's uh can't be the it. yeah the you know the songs i say do the talking like i said it's yeah. a more notable year and yeah you know like i said it's i can't say it's peak 80s i can you know i'll look at all the other it could be yeah, like I said, it may, you know, it could be it very well, maybe like I said, i have to look at the mm. other years, but, right. uh, but this is definitely of note.
0: Uh, I would, I, so I saved these two facts for last just because, uh, for 91 and then I'll, I'll finish with my, uh, my last two facts. I wanted to say for my argument, uh, I saved my top songs, billboard songs for last, but before I get to that, uh, 91 was the breakthrough for contemporary Christian music, um, now, if you're a Christian out there like we are, uh, you got Amy Grant, you have uh, some of the, what was the Smith? Anyways, that's where they, it kind of started becoming mainstream with the contemporary Christian. So very big year for us Christians out there. Uh, but I want to read you the top song of 1991 was uh, burned in my brain and a lot of people's if you're around everything i do i do it for you brian adams uh number two was i want to sex you up by color me bad i'm going to skip down a little bit uh you had paula abdul at number four number seven a personal straight uh, favorite more than words by extreme Uh, my favorite group in that, in real time in 91, uh, you had boys to men with Motown Philly number 11. That's another one. I didn't even talk about tonight. boys and men massive in that time. Uh, but here's where I love 91. I've named those. You had Mariah Carey with someday number 14 high enough by damn Yankees. Uh, cannot get any beautiful, more beautiful than that. You go from all that, uh, all kinds of stuff. You had a lot of Mariah Carey on there again, Amy Grant, um, He had REM, Lenny Kravitz, Scorpions with Wind of Change. Uh, That's another one that gets lost. Love of a Lifetime by Firehouse. Um, That song there, can't forget that one. Rod Stewart, Rhythm of My Heart. Uh, The Vinyls, I Touched Myself. I always thought that song was uh, 80s until probably about a year or two ago. I think me and you talked about it. Maybe not. I can't remember. Um, Vanilla Ice, of course, already mentioned that one uh, before I finish up. LL Cool J, Big That Year. Sticks, Show Me The Way. Uh, Rick Ashby, Cry For Help. Everybody knows Rick Ashby before. If we're going to hear you up. Uh, poison something to believe in um and what else was well, queen's rock had silent lucidity 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 you know what i'm talking about yep. great great mm-hmm. song uh yep. if you're into that um sting had a big one all this time um and uh george michael freedom so
1: i'm done your honor um yeah so again uh you know often 91 is uh again a great year in itself uh so again, let you just let you all decide yeah, out let there. let you decide. Uh, I
0: would go with eighty four personally. Uh, I'm more favorite uh, uh, my, of eighty four. I picked ninety one to argue. Um, again, we'll do this a little more official later. But uh, but I'm like you, Matthew. We'll let them decide. But uh, my personal
1: with eighty four. I'm gonna assume you are too, right? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. For everything I like now, and like I said, the thing for me just eighty four. I said it's just. You know, I'm not going to argue songs are better, but it's definitely stands more timeless. Sure. Uh, far as compared to 91 stuff. Yeah. How many people bump in, uh, I want to sex you up.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I won't argue that. Um, even though they should be. So I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that, um, for you. So Matthew, um, so a lot of fun. That's song we'll, we'll have to go back and, and we'll, we'll, we'll have to, um, basically just, um, Maybe do like we were supposed to, like you were prepared to do, and I wasn't. Uh, uh maybe I, I the biggest, uh, you know, have the other ones year, and that way we can make arguments against it. It was a lot. I enjoyed this episode, though. This was a fun one for me, uh, and it was very. I think it was a very, um, I guess, good for people to learn. Uh, and of course, I learned just by researching. But uh, you know, we'll we'll we'll, we'll get it uh, next time and and add a little bit to it. But uh, but dude, um, recommendations this week. I hope you got some because I know I do
1: yeah so uh so the uh an old song i say it well it's it's old i mean it's almost 20 years old but uh a, a song kind of came back to me for some reason i can't remember where i heard it um it might be might to keep up on shuffle and um on spotify but the killers song uh when you were young came on and a song that i actually heard for for the first time was on the original rock band when that came out mm-hmm. um but it's off of their 2006 album sam's town it's such a good song Like i said it's one of those songs that as we were talking before uh they sound very british they're american somehow uh they're from las vegas <laughs> right. but, uh, but again the song is such a good song again i definitely recommend it if you don't know the song or if you only know mr Brightside. they're kind of big they're kind of the big song. Um, and um a couple more recommendations here. Um, I was actually uh listening to um uh new Skid Row. Uh nothing new, but the new lineup of Skid Row. Yeah. Um so of course I you know recommend checking out their last album because so we did review it on the pod. Um and kind of going back, so this is definitely a recommendation because they are no longer together um and they had a very small audience so there's this band and uh well they re- they released their first album in 07 second album 09 it's a early sneeze- sleaze metal band called dirty penny yes so they are like i said i can't say they're the first mm-hmm. i can't say that like they broke broke ground or anything but I guess um, one of this first groups that came on really early that um, had this 80s. I don't know this 80s, more of a, a, a more edgier sound. Yeah, um, it probably was partly influenced by the darkness, because the darkness kind of broke through like 2000, 2001. Um, but I think veins of Jenna are also, also around this time. Yep. Uh, Crash died in a, around this time. Yeah. But they were short-lived. Like I said, uh, I think I got into them probably, you know, early twenty tens. So they were already disbanded by then. Mm-hmm. But uh, again, very much in the same vein. I think the lead singer is um, his sound is more in the Vince Neil sound, where you love it or you hate it, right? Um, but uh, but again, uh, you know, they have a. Two albums, so you kind of take it, take it, take with it what you can, right? Um, kind of my version of Bad City, uh, just because, like I said, they only have two albums, and again, I wish I had more, but a re- couple songs to check out. Um, if my favorite from them, uh, If I Were You, I'd Hate Me Too, which is, uh, again, like I said, my favorite. The other one, Midnight Ride, so again, a short lived band, but uh, still good stuff out there. Um, by them. Um, so again. Check it out.
0: Midnight Rise, such a good song by them. You introduced me to to uh, Dirty Penny and uh, what two albums. And man, I, and I one thing I usually do, and I'll probably have to do this, Matthew, is like when there's bands like that that I get on late, and maybe they only had two albums, but you know that they're so talented that they're they've had to continue in some fashion. Mm-hmm. I always try to see if I can't find information about it, you know, their next band or or, yeah. or the projects or what have you. Um, but no, man, that's some good stuff, right? there i um i <laughs> i think i mentioned it last week if i didn't sorry but i'm pretty sure i did i i the abba song "Slipping it through my fingers has just been stuck in my head uh for a few weeks now uh i think it's and i might have said this already last week and i'm sorry if you listen and i did if you didn't well this is fresh for you um my wife and daughter have been watching those mama mia movies um and uh, i think you know, the musicals but uh, there's a lot of abba on there i don't know if that's uh, by design or like if I, I I've not watched a movie. And I know nothing about it, but I keep hearing Ava songs, but a uh, slip it through my fingers is such a beauty. And it's kind of a, uh, it's kind of a deep cut. If you, I mean, I, it uh, is recognizable because you, you, you watch movies and it's in movies, but as far as their, uh, their catalog, it's not like what you would think. It's not like one of their top songs. Um, so anyways, check that out. Um, Uh, Ablaze is an Australian rock band that I like. Uh, They put out a new song this week. Um, It's okay. Uh, It's it's not bad. It's kind of growing on me a little bit, Um, but it's called Different Kind of Nightmare. Um, I'm excited because that means they've got uh, stuff in the chamber coming out, music. Uh, So check that out. One of my favorite bands of the last few years, uh, Junkyard Drive um is uh put out a new song called tear away i uh, really like this one it's heavy um so check that out matthew you mentioned one off air i've not checked out yet um you said it's just so so but i'm looking forward to check out um and i tell you all to check out because i i want to see them have success because i do like these guys uh twin brothers uh the moon city masters the songs called stuck on you um matthew another one that popped up on my thing and i'm recommending it without even hearing it, uh, is a group. That um, this one popped up on new releases and I have no clue why but it's a group called suicide bombers and the album is all for the candy Uh, it might suck it might be great I have no clue but uh, you know I'm gonna find out this week Um, one of my favorites that came out this week is just a remaster um, I I guess because it's it's re-released I know that uh, but a great uh, deep track thin Lizzy song called slow blues Um, they're just awesome thin lizzy did not get the credit they deserve and they got credit but like gosh they were just so good um matthew Bleecker had a new song come out last week
1: yeah uh is it any good i mean no okay no it's not it's not pop it's rock but it's just not no. so
0: they're going in the right direction yeah okay yeah. uh let me ask you this have you heard the new bona Vegas song power trip no okay uh, Or right I'm, I'm sorry it's an album okay, yeah okay no
1: i've i've checked out on them so okay
0: I to yeah i have too. it came out last week uh okay. but it's called power trip it's a 13 song uh, album Nice. Uh, i'm very surprised yeah i've not heard it uh either so um i'll have to check it out i know i'm gonna be let down well no i won't because i have no expectations for them at this point yeah, so, so how can you it yeah right I'll, I'll just i'll have to just because but um but uh yeah, but Matthew other than that man, I don't have any All more right. recommendations. Um some good st- Oh, yep, nope. Excuse me. I'm sorry guys. I just said that and my biggest recommendation, um Wednesday, this coming Wednesday, February 9th, um Caddy and Co, my my worship rock and roll musician uh music band that I love, uh Caddy and Co, I was releasing a new song. Uh, called uh, the wilderness song and uh, he said that this was gonna be the he's been releasing music of course there's three or four songs he said the the next uh, bunch of songs he's gonna release becomes the the heavy stuff uh, the heavier portion of this album um, so uh, check that out give him some listens um, and uh, apparently uh, after talking to him uh, when you when you do support these um, I guess up-and-coming artists uh, you know ones that you know, maybe not, uh, signed to big record companies and all that. Mm -hmm. Uh, apparently it's good to follow them on Spotify or check them out on Spotify. Now you check them out wherever you want, whatever's convenient for you. But if you have the luxury where you do have options, uh, Spotify, he said, because then it'll, uh, the more people listen, I guess it'll recommend to other people who like, uh, like, like, minded stuff yeah um and then also there's a section on uh, spotify and i had no idea about this matthew you probably did there's a there's a thing on there when you do go to these uh smaller uh musicians where you can donate to their um you yeah. know uh, cash app or or venmo yeah. or something mm-hmm. so that, i think that's really cool and that and that's something that if you're if you're uh, blessed enough that you're able to do something like that. Uh, it can kind of show your appreciation and and, and maybe help the artists, um, you know, that you like. So, and obviously that, there's no, I'm not telling you to do that. Uh, you know, that's obviously your own uh, decision. I just think that's a cool uh, uh, option to have. Um, Matthew, that's all I got for you, brother. This was a fun episode. I'm looking forward to remastering this and and, and going back and, and uh, picking a couple years and then really going at each other with it. Uh, maybe even having a third person on to um, kind of be our judge, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, or maybe you throw a year at me and uh, and you you give your case on uh, you argue for it and I have to tell you yay or nay or vice versa. Um, so we're gonna have a lot of fun with this topic. But um, and I think. But uh, dude, do you have any homework for us? Uh, uh,
1: yes so okay. um uh so pretty sure it's next week we're on the eve of the super bowl um i think it's next week because this week it's a pro bowl mm-hmm. um anyway um so uh figured we'll uh, do usher Oh, maybe i'm not yeah. done Usher. he's the halftime performer this year and okay. uh for homework also super bowl oriented um cause i like uh, i like doing themes uh so i guess it's the I guess they've always been doing this, but, uh, just recently they've, uh, kind of been, uh, having more variety as far as their halftime performers, where they have a, a pop artist or rapper, uh, country, we'll just have all these different people play mm-hmm. somehow they'll, they'll mesh together. So I figured, uh, we'll do the same. So nice. we have to pick one pop artist, one rap artist or group, and one rock, I say artist. It could, it could be because the popular thing rock wise is to like bring on Slash or mm-hmm. something. Uh, so either be that, or I could obviously rock band like Red Hot Chili Peppers did a few years ago. So the pick a, a pop artist, rapper, uh, and a rock artist and have them share a halftime halftime uh, performance. I together. like it. So um, that'll be fun. So it kind of a little bit of mixing and match, matching there. Um, you know, so I think it'd be, you know, of course, fun. And like I said, Super Bowl themed. And, um, I keep thinking it's obviously week after, um, the week of February or well, Valentine's day, um, the documentary, not documentary biopic, uh, well, what's it called? One love mm-hmm. the Bob Marley, uh, biopics coming out that week. Yeah. So looking ahead, we'll probably do Bob Marley that following week. Okay. as homework. Um, I'm gonna try to see the movie that week. Okay but if not, we'll still talk about him.
0: Well, I, I tell you this, Matthew, I've got a uh, next, I got a topic to do the following week. And if we, if you don't see the uh, biopic, we can, we can uh, flip flop it that week. Yeah. Um, uh, I started this last night. Very good. Uh, fell asleep, but um, that has no, uh, that's not to say this wasn't good. It was very good. I was just very tired and it was very late. Um, but uh, there is a, uh, documentary on Netflix right now called The Greatest Night in Pop. Are you familiar with it? Nope. Okay. So uh, I, I, it's been making waves on the internet, and uh, I went and checked it out last night. It is very good. It is about the Live Aid 1985 stuff. Um, nice. and uh, And, uh, you know, and I won't just i won't get all into it because of course i can't because i haven't watched the whole thing i've only watched uh, about a third of it uh but basically uh it talks about i don't know exactly what it's where it's going but it's talking about how lionel richie and uh michael jackson uh wrote the song in a handful of days and then all of them getting together and and Mm -hmm. the whole thing so uh it looks to be awesome i can't wait to finish it i'd love for you to watch it as well and us talk about it dude
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. I'll watch it. So, down.
0: It sounds like we've got a lineup for you for the next month. That's going to be pretty good. So we've got a lot of shows lined up. This is going to be good. If you don't see that, then uh, we'll have to flip flop. But, uh, but again, there you have it. There's the next few weeks. Um, pr- again, appreciate you guys listening. You guys have been, uh, uh, we've been getting a lot of views. We've got a lot of big things coming. I cannot wait. Um, and we'll share when we get there, but, uh, uh appreciate you guys. listening. as always. Love you guys. Peace. See ya.